Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Got a lot to get to, but real quick, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. And remember, today's episode is presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado. A lot of great headlines to get into. I can't wait to do that. One other thing I can't wait to do is, and we'll see if it happens. I got to be honest. My son's been growing out his hair. He's 10 years old. He has beautiful red hair. But the problem is he doesn't take care of it very well. So it's it's crazy. There's been a couple of videos that I've posted and he's in them and his hair is so fucking crazy. It, you would expect him to sound like this. Hi, everybody. My name is Jackson. I'm a real wild card and don't know what's going to happen next. Big bang, boom. <laughs> gotcha. That's the way you would expect him to sound. Because his hair is just wild. He's a wild man when you look at him. So he just said that he wants his hair cut off. We'll see if it happens. We'll see. Can't wait to find out. Because it's going to be so satisfying. Me personally, since I've had a shaved head for maybe 20 years now, I've just been buzzing it because I got a bald spot in the back. I got a receding hairline. Might as well embrace it and get my wife prepared for when I have zero hair and let's be honest i don't want to live a lie i don't want to be doing like a comb comb over or a comb back or whatever i don't need to do that just accept reality that i have no hair so it, it having a little bit of length on my head drives me nuts especially in the summer can't stand it so i can only imagine the relief that he's actually going to experience if he does allow me to to buzz it and because he's going to realize, oh, my God, it's so much more comfortable to have buzzed head. That's that's the benefit of a guy. It's it's socially more acceptable to have short hair than it is for women to have short hair. Right. Let's be honest, especially a buzzed head. So people always look at you funny if you have a buzzed head, if you're a lady, which doesn't matter to me. I've seen some pretty damn sexy ladies with a buzzed head. So. I have no issues with that. Uh, but you know what I do have issues with? <laughs> this transition, getting into those headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> We've talked about this before. I know in other countries, this I think it was Japan already had one approved, but a California company called, I think it's Alif, Aeronautics said its Model A is the first flying vehicle that can be driven on public roads and park like an average car to receive a clearance uh, clearance flight by the FAA. The FAA confirmed the vehicle was given special airworthiness certificate for purposes including research, development, and exhibition. So flying cars, they're in the United States now. The agency said the vehicle is not the first of its kind to be issued such a certificate, but Alif said the Model A is distinguished by being the only VTOL, Vehicle Takeoff and Landing Aircraft, to be able to drive and park like a normal car. According to Jim Duchovny, he is the CEO of the company, he said, we're excited to receive this certificate from the FAA. It allows us to move closer to bringing people 
an environmentally friendly and faster commute, saving individuals and companies hours each week. This is one small step for planes, one giant step for cars. The company is accepting pre-orders for the Model A, which it expects to officially hit the market in 2025, not too far from now, with a price tag of right about $300,000. By the way, the F the Model A has not been certified for public road travel by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. This is a bad idea. I don't know how many times we have to say it. Flying cars is not as good as people think it is. People suck at driving on roads. Now you want to stick them up in the air where if they run into a building or run into another uh, car, it's going to be a problem. Now, I believe the the they're going to end up flying lower than, like, say, commercial aircraft. But still, you got to worry about them flying into to buildings. You got to worry about them flying into each other. People are morons. We're all morons. I'm an idiot. If I'm up there driving a or flying a, a car, flying car, I'm going to be driving it like an idiot. Now, that being said, obviously, you're going to have to not only have a driver's license, you're going to have a a plane license or whatever, be certified to fly a plane, I imagine. Can't imagine they're just going to let Gary from down the street or Kyle or uh, Todd down the street just get get in one of these and th- one of these things and start flying around. You're going to have to pass a lot of tests. But it's still a bad fucking idea. You're just... It, the thing that I always go back to is if you have a malfunction in that, because this is still somewhat new technology. I know planes have been around for some time, but when you start doing it in a different way, we're going to have some issues with this. Next thing you know, you're, you know, tending to your garden. Next thing you know, you got some uh, Buick Skylark just crashing down into your your backyard. And some guy going, I didn't know you couldn't drink and fly. <laughs> I just think it's a horrible. Plus, you got to admit, it's starting in California. You Californians aren't known to be good drivers, at least not here in Colorado. We all hate you if you're from Calif- Cal- uh, excuse me, California and you drive on Colorado roads, especially when there's winter weather. We just assume anybody that is a shitty driver is from California. Whether it's true or not, it doesn't matter. We just like to point the finger at you guys. (laughs) We have no facts to back it up. Come on. Fuck off. I don't know. What do you guys think about this? To me, I just, I feel like it's a bad idea. It's just imagine congestion above you as well as on the roadways. That's a lot. And and we have 8 billion people on this world. Imagine if, uh, you know, a quarter of them are able to fly up in, you know, and drive there. I, I just, I, I think it's a bad idea, but we'll see where it goes. 2025, it, people are going to start, you know, buying these, these things officially. So I'm not happy about it, but maybe you can change my mind to huff at gmail.com, or you can hit me up on my socials at Dehuff podcast. Forest County festival in Crandon is it was the, the festival's final day of the Crandon International Raceway 
Eight roller coaster riders were stuck hanging upside down for right around three hours at the Wisconsin Festival, and seven of the eight were kids. The cause of the coaster's um, mechanical malfunction is still unknown. The Crandon Fire Chief told CBS News no injuries were reported, but one person was transported to the hospital, according to the fire chief. Uh, what is up with all these freaking roller coaster issues? Now, that being said, I only know of three in the past, like, say, 30 days or so. You had the one at the SeaWorld sea in California where a guy's leg or ankle got mangled. You had the one the other day in North Carolina where the the support pillar is majorly cracked and they're trying to repair that. And now you got this one. Uh, it, it just, I, I hate roller coasters, like I said before, because I, I'm a giant pussy and I get sick so easy. But... Man, this really doesn't make me ever want to get on one again. It just, ugh. That, you know, sometimes, not not all the time, but there's a lot of people that just try to cut corners, and a lot of times big companies cut corners, and then they use materials maybe they shouldn't, or they try to rush out a product when they shouldn't. <clears throat> Ocean Gate. Ah! Ocean Gate. <laughs> but, and then bad things happen. So I don't, I'm not saying that's what the cause is, but it's just, they're starting to pile up, and and I it makes me uncomfortable. I don't want to put my kids on a roller coaster uh, because I just don't trust. Like, like the one from North Carolina, they say they do daily checks on it, but obviously they missed a giant fucking crack, which somebody took a picture of, I, I want to say like a day or two prior, and they noticed it posted a picture about it, told people about it, and nobody did anything about it. And then then the viral video comes out, and then everything gets shut down. So that's a little troubling. You know, a lot of times people don't... It, it's like what I told you like when I worked in radio. They don't care about human lives. They care about making the money. Be like, we'll fix it eventually. Like when, when they told me to that I was wrong for evacuating the building when the fire alarm went off. And they're like, well, you should have checked for smoke. I was like, but then my escape route along with everybody else's escape route could have been compromised. If it indeed was a real fire. Oh, that's so annoying. So annoying. And it's kind of the same concept. It worries me. Jesus Christ. Well, we got to save some money. We got to get people up on that roller coaster. But they could die, sir. That's fine. What are the what's the what are the odds? Well, when you got a giant crack uh, and it's it's moving the whole track, that's kind of a you know a red flag. So maybe we should hit pause and put some at least put some duct tape on it. Fuck, <laughs> gorilla tape. I bought some gorilla tape. I like it. Appreciate it. Very sticky. Does, does It does what it says, and that's all that matters. Anyway, we got more coming your way, but first, we're changing the game. Help your bets stay hot this summer at Superbook Sports with the most trusted name in sports gambling with a direct line to Las Vegas. And right now, when you use the promo code MILEHIGH, you score up to $250 with their first bet bonus. 
So win or lose, Superbook is going to match your first bet up to $250 with a promo code MILEHIGH. So go ahead, download that Superbook sports app right now, enter the promo code MILEHIGH, and you're going to get $250 courtesy of Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions, and if you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. I was reading some headlines in, excuse me, as I blow snot into the microphone, my apologies. It's allergy season. Give me a break. God, you got your buttholes. <laughs> Real quick, side note. Do you ever just like think of all the bad insults that you used to hurl at your, your friends growing up? I, one, butthole. You can't call somebody a butthole. And not have a, <laughs> a smile on your face. I also remember calling somebody like a penis wrinkle. That's the dumbest fucking fucking <laughs> insult you could ever do. If you got a good insult that you want to hurl at me, you can either do it on social media at the Huff Podcast or hit me up on email to huffoncensored at gmail.com. I think those are funny. <laughs> penis wrinkle. You fucking penis wrinkle. Oh, I can't remember the rest. I, they're going to come to me. Like, I'm going to be in front of somebody, you know, that doesn't have a sense of humor. And all of a sudden, I'm going to be like, ah, penis wrinkle. <laughs> I try, God dang it. I, this is the problem when I get, like, two funny things in my head, but I can't remember a whole pile of them. So let me know. DeHuffOnCensored at gmail.com. Uh, these would be funnier. These headlines would be funnier if, like, I don't know, like Iowa man gets engaged, wins lottery in one weekend. And I'm like, and I was waiting, I, I click on it and I'm like, oh, it's not as good as I thought it would be. Because, I mean, come on, it would be funnier if Iowa man gets engaged, wins lottery in one weekend, breaks up with his fiance. That would be funnier, right? <laughs> right? Because, come on. He's not legally obligated to, to share the money then, right? Or how about this? Granddad finds snake and bag of broccoli that he bought. Okay, that's fine. But again, not that intriguing. What if it said granddad finds snake and a bag of broccoli that he bought, then quickly delivered it to his ex-wife and said, here you go, bitch. <laughs> I think that would be even better, right? And then this one. Woman, 64 years old, punches bear on the nose to stop it from chasing her dog. I'm like, ah, yeah, but if it said woman, who's 64, punches a bear on the nose to stop it from chasing her dog, then the bear ate her. <laughs> that would be great. Or the bear ate her and the dog. <laughs> I'm sorry. I saw those and I'm like, ah, oh, so close. So close to being good stories. But then, pfft, no. Could you imagine? Be like, hi, to your ex, your, if you have an ex girlfriend or ex husband or whatever, you're like, hey, I just went to the supermarket. I understand you love broccoli. Anyway, here you go. And then she just runs or you run, blah, blah. Ah! <laughs> They're like, oh, Thanks, honey. Thanks. Thanks, Carol. 
Oh, thanks for the bag. Ah! I hate snakes. You son of a bitch. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would be so pissed if I opened up anything and there was a snake in it. I don't care what it is. Oh, my God. Ugh, ugh. Gives me the heebie-jeebies. Speaking of getting the heebie-jeebies, I was watching. I follow the podcaster Mr. Ballin, the former Navy SEAL. And he shared a great story the other day. And I'm like, I have to share this with you guys because it's so crazy. It was it's a short video. So it's it's from uh it's a reel from Facebook or something like that. So this is going to give you nightmares. In 2003, over a five-day period in London, three women showed up to hospitals with the same mysterious symptoms. They say they woke up with these horrible bite marks on the backs of their legs, and then while they're at the hospital, they become paralyzed and die. Despite their similar symptoms, the women had nothing in common except that they had recently been to the same pub. Authorities immediately shut it down and do a thorough search inside of the pub, but can't find anything deadly until one of the detectives goes to use the pub's bathroom. As he's about to sit down, he thinks he sees something moving in the toilet, so he gives it a little kick. Hiding in the toilet was one of the world's largest and most poisonous spiders, the Brazilian wandering spider, and now they needed to catch it. Oh my God, could you imagine being the person that is like, I, uh, Todd, you got to go catch it. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, what? I don't want to go catch it. It killed two people. I didn't realize that uh, when I when I saved that, that the ladies died from it. That's fucking frightening. And how horrible is that? And doesn't that make you want to do a full inspection of a toilet every time you use it? Is like kick the toilet seat up and then kind of do a, you know, side glance of it. Make sure there's nothing hiding under there as best as you can. I mean, I don't know how big some of these spiders could be that could kill you. Uh, I, I imagine some are like the size of a quarter. Oh, that's frightening. Way to go, Mr. Bolly, you big jerk. You scared the shit out of me. Now I'm going to be like all panicky every time I go to the bathroom. And then my wife's going to be like, wow, you were in there pretty quick. Yeah, well, I don't want anything crawling up, uh, up on me and killing me. <laughs> She's going to be like, I'm sorry. What? what the fuck is wrong with your brain? Well, there's a lot, but there's spiders. Okay, I heard it on a podcast. <laughs> oh, that's frightening. I saw something where like snakes came came out of the toilet in is like Australia. That's why. But they're like they crawl through the pipes and then some guy goes to take a, a leak or whatever, and then there's a giant snake in there. Oh, that's so horrifying. But apparently, it's not necessarily uncommon. And when we visited Australia, that was always in the back of my head of what's going to kill me. I told you the story of when I capsized in Australia on the kayak. And I was in the water for like 10 minutes because of so many issues of why I couldn't get back into the kayak. But anyway... And then later finding out that there was plenty of sharks in that water scares the shit out of me. But then also there was one time we go to, we drive up the coast, we find this really nice beach and we all, we park the car and then we walk a good ways to the beach. And part of 
where where we parked was kind of foresty area and then where then you go to the beach and it's this white beautiful sandy beach amazing beach and then as we're walking back to the car after spending a couple hours out on the beach and swimming and stuff like that I'm walking barefoot and for some stupid reason and then all of a sudden as I get to close to where um the footpath was I see a sign that says that is like urgent. It says must wear footwear or something like that due to, I think it's like funnel spiders or some shit like that that live in the ground. And I'm like, Holy fuck. I almost died. I almost died. And what's, what makes it worse too. We were all distracted up until that point because there was, uh, I want to say some kangaroo right up there. There was like a little herd of them just walking around. And here I am walking through, uh, a minefield, essentially, of spiders that could kill me. I assume they, I don't think it was a funnel spider. It was something like a some sort of spider, but they said it was poisonous and, and deadly. So I'm like, of course, because it's Australia. There's so many things in Australia that can kill you. They have like, most of the snakes out there can kill you. There's so many spiders out there that can kill you. Oh, it's horrifying. Horrifying. Hi, Jackson. Are you going to let me cut your hair? Your hair tomorrow? No, let's do it today sometime, okay? Your hair is what we'd call a hot mess. Okay, buddy. It's, it's, you look like you stuck your finger in a light socket and then your hair just went. (laughs) Your hair's trying to escape your head. That's what it is. All right, there you go, guys. Thank you so much for joining the podcast. Truly appreciate it. If you want to interact with the podcast, I suggest you do. Go ahead and hit me up on my socials at DeHuff Podcast. You can also get me on Gmail. If it's easier for you, DeHuffPodcast at gmail.com. If you have the old email account, that still works too. DeHuffUncensored at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hopefully you had a safe 4th of July. Hopefully you got all your fingers. Listen, we joke about it, but people are going to be setting off these dumb fireworks for the next month, and it drives me nuts. Even though 4th of July's come and gone, you're going to be going to sleep tonight. It's going to be like 10, 11 o'clock at night. Yeah, you know, you got, you got, you know, sugar plums dancing in your head or whatever. I don't know. You're counting sheep, and all of a sudden you hear this. Pop, 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 pop. And, and you're like, God damn it. I hate that. I hate that so much, especially when it wakes up the kids or and it also scares the shit out of my dogs or my dog. My cat doesn't give a crap. He's just like, if, if those motherfuckers come over here, I'm going to scratch their goddamn eyes out. That's what the cats think about when they hear those noises. The dog is like trying not to pee himself underneath the bed. The cat. Yeah, it will claw your eyes out and you bite your nose off. That's what will happen. So anyway, don't be those jerk-offs that go and and uh, set fireworks off at night. Nobody likes you. <laughs> Nobody likes you, except for your drunk buddies that are there with you. They think you're great. Anyway, thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast. You guys are amazing. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Share it with your friends if you're able. Big thanks to Superbook Sports Colorado. It's to Huff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. Talk to you next time.